You're listening to Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. Together, we're going to explore divination and help you start your own journey with tarot. I'll discuss my tarot journey and offer ways to use tarot for healing, self-development, and personal growth. So let's get started. Hi, listeners. Welcome to Episode 28 of Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. In this episode, I will discuss stalker cards and vague or confusing messages in readings and how to get clarification on those messages. Once you start pulling cards on a regular basis, you most likely will start to notice a certain card popping up over and over again in your readings. These are what we call stalker cards, and they reappear to alert you to a specific and significant message. It can be difficult and frustrating at times to work out the message from this stalker card, but once you do and take action on it, you will notice that you don't see this card pop up as much. It can be a frustrating situation if the message isn't apparent to you at first, so I will offer a few tips and tricks in this episode to help you work out the meaning of the card when this occurs for you. First of all, I would suggest that you don't ignore the card when you start to notice it appearing frequently. It's coming up repetitively for a reason, and believe me, the card won't stop appearing by just ignoring it. There's a message you need to become aware of, take action on, and address in some way. If you work with spirit guides, this could be a message they've been trying to get your attention on. And it could even be that you think you've understood the message, but there are times when we don't fully grasp an entire meaning until we really sit with the card and explore all the options as it pertains to us in our situation. This is when you need to dig in and explore the issue more fully. So that's the first step I would suggest you take. Spend time studying the card that's stalking you. I recommend that you pull out your favorite versions of this card in various decks and study all the images. Then take out a journal and jot down any images, thoughts, emotions, and memories that come to the surface as you study the card. This process can help unlock information that needs to rise to the surface from your subconscious mind. Notice which messages resonate with you the most in this process, as that can offer clues to which message this card has for you at the moment. It's usually obvious when you have a eureka moment. When you land on the right message, you absolutely know it. So keep at it until you reach that feeling and listen to your body, especially your gut. Meditate with the card and see what comes up during one of these meditative sessions. Pathworking is a meditative technique where you stare at the card and then step into the card to explore the image or converse with the figures in the card. This helps to give you a greater perspective on the card's meaning and can help you work out what the card means for you. When studying the images in the card, ask yourself what the image or figure in the card has to say to you. Give the card a voice and engage in a conversation to help flesh out the meaning. Here are a few questions that you can ask the figures in the card. What can you teach me? What message do you have for me currently? What is important for me to know right now? What advice do you have for me? And where do I need to put my focus to receive this message that needs to come through? 
Journal on the stalker card. Write down your thoughts on the card. Write about what you see in the image, the emotions that the card evokes in you. And journal about the times in your life that these themes were present or unfolding for you in your life and what that experience was like for you. There are several books offering journal prompts for tarot cards that you might find helpful in this process. There's Journaling the Tarot and Tarot for Transformation, both by Andy Matzner. And there's even a deck called Best Self Wordsmith Deck, with cards providing 150 journaling prompts. Links to each of these are in the show notes and the blog. I find automatic writing helps me better than journaling because it taps into your subconscious mind and bypasses the logical mind, allowing more information to come forward. Automatic writing occurs when you either write with your non-dominant hand or when you type without consciously processing the information. To do this, I close my eyes and turn off the logical mind and just let my fingers glide over the keyboard in a stream of consciousness flow. I type until I feel the session is complete, which usually is about 5 to 10 minutes for me. When I'm finished, I go back and I read what I wrote and see if I can make any sense of the writing. Most of the time, it feels like I'm downloading advice from my guides or my higher self. I prefer to do this through typing because I can type a lot faster than I can write, but writing with your non-dominant hand really helps to bypass that logical mind. Automatic writing can be considered a form of divination if you're able to channel the information. It really depends on how much you're able to shut off that logical mind. Try not to lead the exercise. It's a really cool technique if you haven't tried this before. This is a great way to try and work out the meaning of that soccer card that keeps appearing for you. Also, listen for messages to come in through other ways, such as songs, movies, books, or even on your social media feeds. I get messages every day just by scrolling through my feeds. I always know when there's a specific message for me because I immediately stop scrolling and click on the video or image. I experience this feeling of being pulled in like someone has a message for me. So watch out for those times. Display the stalker card in an area in your environment where you will see it often. This will help to unlock this issue from your subconscious and help to bring it to the surface. This technique may unfold slowly over time. I think of it like a computer program running silently in the background crunching numbers, and you don't even notice it until there's a breakthrough. One of my earliest stalker cards was the Queen of Wands. This card kept jumping out of the deck every time I shuffled, and it still to this day is almost always the first jumper out of a brand new deck when I just start working with it. It came up so often when I first started working with the cards that I thought it was my signifier card. Once I studied the cards further, I realized this wasn't the case because I was very clearly the Queen of Pentacles, given my Capricorn sun and stellium, my personality characteristics, and of course my job as a psychologist and a healer. So I was very clearly the Queen of Pentacles. Soon I started to question what the Queen of Wands could mean if it wasn't my signifier. It probably took about a year before one day it dawned on me that the Queen of Wands was the key to breaking out of my comfort zone where I felt safe and the cards were advising me to embody her energy and lean into her confidence, courage, and networking abilities to get over my fear of using my voice to teach about tarot and healing. She has become the card I work with the most while podcasting, 
and marketing my services due to her strong self-belief, fearlessness, boldness, and assertiveness. Now when she flies out of the deck, I know it's just a reminder to plug into her energy and channel her for some extra courage to break through whatever barrier I've bumped up against. After you identify that you have a stalker card, read the description for that card in several different guidebooks and on card meaning sites online. See what others say about the card. Listen to podcasts or other readers talk about how they view that card. There might be a message in there for you. Watch for repeating messages, like seeing or hearing other readers pull the exact same card on your feeds. I see it as validation that this is an important message that I need to keep working to unlock. Look back at your year ahead spread to see if the stalker card was present. If it was, look at the cards around it. Notice the time of year the stalker card appeared and look at the oracle card you pulled for that time period. That could be a major clue. I usually pull one oracle card for each season in addition to one tarot card for the month. Analyzing your year ahead spread is a great way to narrow down the meaning if your stalker card is present. Another tip is to flip through all the cards in your deck and see if any of these images or messages catch your attention during this flip through. I love to do this because it sparks ideas and it sometimes comes as an instant flash of insight. The cards are great at triggering memories, ideas, and solutions for us. The symbols on the cards are a quick way to unearth information that was previously locked in our subconscious mind. So the cards move that information from the subconscious to the conscious mind so that you have all the relevant information you need to make the best decision on your path forward. About a year and a half into my tarot journey, the Two of Swords started to stalk me, and it even showed up in readings that others did for me too. That's when you really know you have a stalker. If other readers start to pull that card for you, then definitely listen. One of my favorite techniques for narrowing down a card meaning is to charge the stalker card when working with a deck. To do this, let's say the Two of Swords is my stalker card. I will then charge the Two of Swords as the signifier. This just means I'm setting this intention for this card to be the focus of my reading. Then what I do is I shuffle the deck thoroughly with the intention that the card that comes before the charged card and the card after it will give me clues to its meaning. For this card, which often means that you need to make a decision, I would say as I shuffle, the two cards around the two of swords will show me the two choices I need to choose between. I then shuffle thoroughly until I feel compelled to stop. I then flip the deck over so that I can now see the card images face up and I start to flip through the deck until I locate the Two of Swords because that's my stalker card. Once I find it, I pull out the card which lies beneath it and the card that is laying on top of it. So I'm pulling these three cards out of the deck to lay in front of me so I can examine them and see if it gives me more information on the meaning of the stalker card for me. So now it looks like I have a three card spread that I can analyze. If you would prefer, you could just pull out the Two of Swords and place it in front of you and shuffle the cards and then pull two cards to put on either side of the Two of Swords. Either way, this method should work for you. So let's walk through an example. 
For this Two of Swords stalker card, let's say I shuffled the deck and found the Four of Pentacles and the Eight of Cups surrounding it. These are the two options I have to choose between. Do I stay put in the status quo in my comfort zone where I know all of the variables and can easily predict what's coming next for me with this Four of Pentacles? Or do I leave that path behind and go off in pursuit of something much more emotionally fulfilling, which is what the Eight of Cups advises? This technique helps to lay out the dilemma for you in visual terms to help you make a conscious choice. And this method can work for you for any card that's currently stalking you. When you pull two surrounding cards for any stalker card, you can use the intention to show me the clues to the meaning of this card and then pull two cards. Let's try another example. Let's say my stalker card is another card that denotes choice like the lovers. And then I pull the devil and the page of cups for the surrounding two cards. This asks, will I choose my critical mind that often deludes me with self-doubts and fears? or follow my heart and my creative passion in the Page of Cups by leaning into a more intuitive approach. Another technique is to pull the card that comes before and after this card in the Tarot deck. So if your stalker card is the Three of Wands, you could pull out the Two of Wands and the Four of Wands. When studying these three cards together, you may be prompted to go back to the drawing board and reassess and to strategize before launching your project again which the Two of Wands might suggest. Maybe there was something that you skipped or rushed in the process and you need to go back to redo an important aspect of the procedure that would make for a smoother rollout next time, leading to the celebration in the Four of Wands card that naturally comes after the Three of Wands. Looking at the linear progression through the tarot and seeing the three cards lying next to each other in order can help give you clues on what lessons you need to work on currently. This is like a mini brainstorming session. Try this technique for yourself for your current stalker card and see if it offers you any insight into the card's meaning for you. After a quick break, I will give you more tips for dealing with stalker cards. I've created a line of Healing Through Tarot spread ebooks that are for sale on my website, healingthroughtarot.com. There's a spread for all seasons that contains 17 custom spreads designed to guide you through the seasons of any year. It covers holidays, birthdays, full and new moons, mercury retrogrades, seasonal spreads, year-end and year-ahead spreads, and eclipses with weekly and monthly spreads that you can reuse again and again year after year. This spread ebook is $10. I also have two volumes of healing and mental health spreads each with 15 spreads centered around healing and mental health issues, including anxiety, body healing, managing depression, restoring balance, ancestral karma clearing, family healing, self-care, and much, much more. These two volumes complement each other, but each can also stand alone. Volume 1 is $13, and Volume 2 is $14. You can find all of these spread ebooks on my website, healingthroughterra.com. And I'm currently working on a new spread ebook that consists of 20 shadow work spreads coming out in the fall of 2022. This Healing Through Terror line of spread ebooks is designed to help take you through the healing work needed to heal old wounds and step into brand new energy of empowerment. Together, 
We can heal through tarot. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you would like to support this podcast monthly, please consider signing up for a small pledge to help me be able to continue to produce these quality episodes every two weeks. There's a listener support link at the bottom of the show notes for each episode. You can also find that link on the Anchor site for my podcast, and it's also provided in my companion blogs for each podcast episode on my website, healingthroughterror.com. Any pledge is appreciated. Now let's get back to more tips and tricks for stalker cards. When stalker cards show up in your spreads, pull clarifying cards to give you more information. For clarifying decks, you can use tarot or other divinatory systems like Lenormand, Oracle cards, or even runes. Back when the Three of Swords stalked me for months, I almost always pulled an Oracle card because the Three of Swords can have many meanings, loss, grief, delays, or even heart problems. The Oracle Clarifier card throughout multiple decks always came up as a forgiveness card. These forgiveness cards came up so often for me that I was tempted to remove every card related to forgiveness out of all of my decks because I was so tired of seeing it come up over and over again. When that happens, you know the message is coming through loud and clear. Use a pendulum to help when asking questions about stalker cards or vague messages in a reading to help narrow down what the card could mean for you. If you have a hunch that you know what the card represents, but you aren't sure, use the pendulum to determine if your hunch is right or if you're way off the mark. Examples of yes and no questions that you could ask could be, is this a message I've gotten before? Am I close to discovering the message? Or does this card represent? And then fill in the blank with your hunch. If you are really confused about the meaning, throw a terror spread on that particular soccer card. You can throw a quick Celtic cross for a quick overview of the meaning or customize a spread to dig in a little more. I created a nine card spread to help in this situation to help gain clarity on stalker cards or vague messages in readings. And I will share that with you at the end of this episode. These techniques can work with soccer cards or with vague messages in a spread. If you throw a spread and don't get a clear answer, my first action is to pull clarifier cards, either from a tarot deck or an oracle deck. Oracle cards can be very helpful here because many of them have guidebooks with very lengthy descriptions, and often I can find a specific sentence in the description that speaks directly to the situation I'm in. If I still don't have a clear answer, I won't hesitate to throw a completely new spread asking for a more detailed look at the issue. Often, this gives me what I need. When you receive vague messages after throwing a spread, look back at your question because it might not have been specific enough. Consider rephrasing your question to look at the issue from a different angle. The phrasing of your question is very important and can influence the messages you get. 
I covered how to phrase tarot questions in episode four if you need more information on this very important aspect of reading. If you can't work it out for yourself after these techniques, try asking someone else to read for you. It helps to get a fresh pair of eyes on a situation that you have trouble being objective on. Pay close attention if the stalker card is your tarot birth card, tarot card of the year, or the one from the coming up year. This keeps happening to me. I have the hangman this year for my tarot year card for 2021, and I still see the death card popping up quite a bit. That will be my tarot card for next year in 2022. This just means that these themes and energies are already at play, and it's important to be aware that these energies are already unfolding. It could be a major push for you to start engaging in the inner work needed for those life lessons to play out. The more you know about the energies at play, the more effort you can put into mastering these life lessons. Living a conscious life is a powerful way to steer your destiny. Co-create with the universe instead of taking a passive approach. If you don't act and make choices, the universe will choose for you. If your stalker card is your tarot card of the year, Look at the spread you threw for that yearly theme for clues. I always throw a spread for my tarot year card to find out what themes will occur throughout the year, what the card has to teach me, and the major lessons I will encounter over the year. Revisit that spread if this is the card that you're starting to see over and over. If the stalker card is a major arcana card, pull out the cards in the tarot that come before and after it, along with the four minors that go with that card's number. For instance, if it's the emperor that's stalking you, pull out the four of wands, four of swords, four of cups, and four of pentacles. Then pull out the empress, which comes before the emperor in the tarot, and the hierophant, which comes after the emperor in the tarot. See if there are any themes in these cards that are meaningful to you and that spark any messages that are relevant to the life phase that you're going through or any decisions you're in the process of making. It can be so helpful to work with the cards in this way because they're such a visual tool to work with. This process helps us to see which steps we may have skipped along the way and need to double back to complete. If your stalker card is a minor arcana card, you can pull out the ace through ten in that suit to examine for clues and then also pull out the major arcana card that's linked to that number. So if my stalker card is the two of swords, I could pull out the ace through the ten of swords along with the High Priestess, which is the number two in the Major Arcana, and then I can see if this sparks any insights. I would probably also pull out the Justice card that is the number 11 in the Major Arcana, because it does reduce to a two. This could be very helpful, since both the Justice card and the Two of Swords have an element of needing to make a decision and weighing all the options for that decision. Pull out any cards that have similar themes that you feel called to. That could be a major clue in cracking the case. Think about the spreads you have pulled for yourself lately. If you take photos of your spreads, or if you journal about them, look back at all of your records to see which position the stalker card was showing up in. Was it in the obstacle position, the advice position, the root of the problem, the solution, or the outcome? These could be major clues to point you to the meaning behind this card. This is why logging your card pulls is so important. At the very least, 
take a photo and date it with the question you asked and note the kind of spread you used. You may need this information later. I use blogger.com to document my carpools for the year. When using Blogger, you have the choice to make your entries public or private. So I use the system as a free private Terra photo journal where I can easily find past carpools for the year. You can even include tags to find your entries very easily. The reason this is so helpful is because it may take a while before you notice that you have a stalker card. It may not be apparent for a few weeks or months until you notice the pattern. And the ability to go back in time to look for its presence is key. This process also allows you to see the cards that were surrounding it in past spreads. This is so helpful in making connections with the meaning it holds for you. Log all of the times that your soccer card appears. Note if they jumped out of the deck when shuffling. And if pulled in a spread, log the position it appeared in and note the cards that were surrounding it. It's always good practice to tally up the number of times this card appears each month and to do that again at the end of the year. You may be surprised how often a card showed up and how long it's been stalking you. Some cards have stopped me for weeks, months, or even years in some cases. Court card soccer cards could be clues to people that are getting in your way or personality traits that you have that could be sabotaging you. Or they could represent people that you could get help from or the card's energy you need to embody to get out of this situation like my example earlier with the Queen of Wands. Also, if you read for others, pay attention to the Universal Stalker cards. I often see the Satan cards coming up for clients in key time periods. During the pandemic, I saw the Six of Swords in the majority of readings, and the virus and pandemic always comes up as the Six of Swords for me when I read to represent this lesson that we are collectively learning. You may also see the Tarot Universal card for the year show up often in people's spreads. I saw the Emperor quite a bit for everyone in 2020, and now the Hierophant is popping up in 2021, because these are universal energies and lessons that we are all working through at the same time. When you do pull a spread that has a vague message that you can't work out, either take a photo of it to study later, or leave the full spread out on your desk or table to look back over. Taking a few days to sit with the spread gives you time for your mind to process all of the information and to try to make sense of it. Something could pop into your mind to help you solve it a few days later. Sometimes you just need to give yourself a little breathing room with the spread before all of the insights are revealed. I will now share with you the nine card custom stalker card spread that I created to help us work out the meaning or significance of this repeating message for you. This will help give you clarity on this issue. So if you have a stock of card currently, this is a great spread for you. And I designed the spread to be multifunctional, so you can also use it whenever you throw a vague spread and you don't understand the message. So now I will walk you through the nine card positions. Card one. Significance of this card for me. Card two, what am I missing? Card three, what is blocking my view? Card four, bird's eye view of this message. This card will give us clarity on the message. Card five, heart of the matter. 
Card 6. Card to jog my memory. Card 7. Nudge from my subconscious. Card 8. Flash of insight. And the last card, card 9. Action I need to take on it. If you want to throw this spread for yourself, you can find this spread on my blog on my website, healingthroughtarot.com. And I've posted a graphic of the spread on my Healing Through Tarot accounts on Pinterest and Instagram. I would love to see a photo of your spread. Please tag me on Instagram at Healing Through Tarot. And please use the hashtag Healing Through Tarot Stalker Card Spread. Links for all decks and books discussed in this episode are in the show notes and on my blog. In the next episode, I will be discussing my favorite Halloween decks and a few witchy-themed books that I've read recently that are perfect for this time of year. So join me next time for a Halloween-inspired episode. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this information valuable, consider subscribing to the show so you never miss an episode. And please rate and review this podcast and tell fellow card readers about the show. You can find more tarot tips on my blog on HealingThroughTarot.com and on my Pinterest and Instagram page, both under Healing Through Tarot. That's through, spelled T-H-R-U. See you next time, card slingers.